0: It's not supposed to be just a mere presupposition. Truth is older than language, but the Word of God is way deeper than any human language. And now, Apostle Grace with the Word. Are you ready to worship God? Tonight, are you believing God for something wonderful? Before we start worshiping, can you prophesy on your life? Come on. Put a hand on yourself On your belly, on your head Wherever you want to put it And start prophesying on yourself Start prophesying on yourself Speak something The Bible says that he That speaketh in tongues edifieth himself Build yourself up Tonight Say the craziest things. The Bible tells us that as a man thinketh, so is he. Come on, somebody, I want to hear you speaking in tongues. Prophesy on yourself, prophesy on yourself, prophesy on yourself, prophesy on yourself, prophesy on yourself. Come on. Say more. I cannot
1: fail. I'm going upward and upward
0: only. I'm going upward and upward only. Upward and upward only. I never fail. Greater is he which is in me and the one which is in the world I'm blessed in the city I'm blessed in the country I'm blessed going in I'm blessed going out everything I touch it changes to the glorification of his name the expansion of his kingdom come on somebody say something say something prophesy on your children prophesy on your husband prophesy on your ministry prophesy on your too, in the name of jesus speak to your body the anointing of god is here the anointing of god is here the anointing of god is here God is here. The anointing of God is here. Thank you, Jesus. Make it personal. Make it personal. You sing
1: for God. Glorious God.
0: Beautiful King. Tell Him. Excellent God. You must make it possible Come on, tell Him, glorious God.
1: the most high. We serve the most high, God.
0: We We you, God.
1: High
2: God. Most high God, heaven and
1: worship. We saw the most high God. Broken heart Oh le so Sararare <Sessing> le <Sessing> saba baba la
0: Makata la baye, brokotolo baye, makavata le, sonda masore ba la privata la mabatele Ramatalaba, batala ma Ramatalala, katala ba ya sa ba ba ra batala ba 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 ba
1: ba ponere
0: vostri divà mosteba le cosa fra fatele pamando ma solo
1: Saba ba ba bailebu. Masaba baba ba ba Sababa ba ba
0: leba. Pray like you're up to something. Pray like you're producing something. Pray like something is coming out of you. Saba ba ba la la. Sababa lele. Braka bando robu. Braba ba ta raba ra ka ra re re sa ba 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 ya re re ko
1: pa ta holy spirit we welcome you holy Ghost,
0: we thank you because you're here you're changing your healing, makabaraba. your transforming, your renewing, your strengthening. Oh, basabateli, Batali, Brava Bacatala, Sabatala, Brava Babale, Sabalanda,
1: Sadala Labande, Sadala Labo, Sababa, Sabatala Masabatale ro bo 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 mas topo te pata saraba barele balala pa rarabara lele solo no no bo mas pa pa rarala la la serenele mama sarababa barele rokochole baba
0: sarababa baba
1: saralala la la e a we ore mas rarala solo to the righteous. It is well with thee. The Bible says that the Lord. Grants the desires of the righteous. He deserves. He answers your
0: desires. I need rejuvenation. I see rejuvenation. I see restoration.
1: Ma pa 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 ye, ma pa pa kata la ye, ma pa pa la la ye, so bo bo bo
0: sa la 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 ra ba 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 sa ba 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 ma pa pa ya, sa ba 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 kata, ma kata ba sa ba ba ba. Ma zaba baba bala, ra baba baba bala, shaba baba baba, zaba ma baba ma tele baba baba, sala baba tele, ye, tele baba, ra tele mako, si baba la la sa la la ra sabatalabana, ba kha tha la tha sha ba tha la ba ma pa ra ma la saba la bo
1: Mapakaraba, la banto
0: Sabatale, Matarababa, karaba saba baba Sabatale, Mataraba, babo ma pareka Matarabate, Mabakayereba, Ribandorororo, Rororo, Matareroro, Pasarabata, Ribatareco, Nakatare, Mashutorobobo, Sibobo Bokota, Nabateleke, Natele Babakoya, Ribando Roroboté, Natele Raba teleke
1: sababa le mata raba sababa lelele sababa
0: baba baba mata raba baba sababa baba sababa baba ye motolomoko maboro bobosi matala, la sebala la malo prima nuru bolala silbo korenga nda Si ri bababa, matara, priko colora, ma mori te facile,
1: sa do ro tika la, ma cori mando hopa, ri ma priko coloranze, sa proco pa, sabala la leko ma para ba kote sababa teleba ya rabata la baba sala baba ma pare baba sala la makata sabala la baba robo bo 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 thank you lord jesus mata ba tala mato bo bo saraba rima The righteous food menu You're increasing You're multiplying
0: In every aspect You are of advantage All things are worked together For your good The word of God it's inside your spirit, it is walking. Makata lava, diva baba, baba, shaba greater, 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 greater,
1: greater, 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 greater Sababa Rababa
0: Sababa Sapa talaba ya, baba baba lelemo, sa balala, to pray up to and not to cease. Sapa talaba re, baba baba so, sa talalala, bale, sana no robbers, sapa talaba, the word of God is ナイフィ, it is in your mouth. Oh, baba baba thank you holy God. Thank you holy ghost Thank you holy ghost Thank you holy ghost Na baba ko Sata habaye Na tala baba Maraja le Saba baba shaaye
1: shaaye Sanete, Ricardo, Mándulo,
0: Silevo, Hanmo, Cuyarano, Manda y Celera, la Loboya, Rabendo, orando, Simago, Sayaka,
1: Rinala Baile, José que Leneda, Sapando
0: Sa o oh asere salalai majocoya brinda la lava sa valele tra sa vale la vai hon
1: la lima la voz re re reva brinda ra con la vaso ne tra roze neva ra mas arriba voz manda ra petera intazele tare sa rica capolo sa mareco Se le manne ho satala pro dolore bai ho passi provandolo no cerebras masaqete mato robob sharira ma core satala provando si manoros pasica sararala sabaten quando rico pasalala Sabakaye pra sata sire baba samathoru sabalale makore baba sola baba selele baba pra baba sire baba nasa baba le ma baba baba sababa baba baba
0: i cannot fail i cannot fail i don't fail. Bossetel, Babore, Sabate,
1: Sababa, Braboto, Sacatana, Mababababab, Sapapaba, Sarababalet, Massore, Prabata, Mangai, Macaye. Sabalele, Marabababa, Saralalaba, Brabatale,
0: Satata, Mabatala, Brabala, Brebababa. There must be a way. There must be a way. He is, is, is the way. He is the way. Ma balalala. Salaba.
1: Braba baba. Ma sala. He's full of grace. and mercy. I want you to give the Lord a mighty, mighty Come on, clap!
0: For Jesus, clap for Jesus, somebody, clap for Jesus, somebody, thank you, Lord Jesus. Somebody say, Amen. Romans chapter six. Verses 4. Romans chapter 6. Verses 4. Give me the amplified version. Somebody say we were buried. Somebody say we were buried. Say it again. Say we were buried. With him. Praise the Lord Jesus. The Bible says we were buried therefore with him by the baptism into death so that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, so we too, the Bible says, might habitually live and behave in the newness of life. The Bible says we're baptized, we're therefore buried with him by the baptism into death. so that just as Christ raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, so we might too habitually, the Bible says, live and behave in the newness of life. Let's continue. For if we have become one with him by sharing a death like his, we shall also be one with him in sharing his resurrection by a new life lived for God. Newness of life again comes. We know that our old, that is unrenewed self was nailed to the cross with him in order that our body, which is the instrument of sin, might be made ineffective and inactive for evil. Somebody say my body is ineffective and inactive for evil. The Bible says that we might no longer be slaves of sin. Somebody say, I'm no longer a slave of sin. Next verse says, For when a man dies, he is freed, loosed, delivered from the power of sin among them. The Bible says, Now if we have died with Christ, we believe that also shall live with him. The living part has come again. Because we know that Christ, the anointed one, being once raised from the dead, will never die again. Death no longer has power over him. And the next verse says, for by the death he died, he died to sin, ending his relation to it once and for all. And the life, again, that he lives, he is living to God in unbroken fellowship with him. Who is living to God in unbroken fellowship? Jesus. Jesus. Next verse says, even so consider yourselves also, the Bible says, dead unto sin and your relation to it broken. But alive unto God, living in unbroken fellowship with him in Jesus Christ. Somebody say amen. Amen. Somebody say I'm living in unbroken fellowship. With Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. One of the most mind blowing revelations of the New Testament life is understanding the newness of life. What does it mean to have newness of life? What does it mean to function under newness of life? Many, many saints are born again. They are believers in Jesus Christ. But when you look at their lives, they have not yet understood the newness of life. They have not yet understood that when they became born again, they have a new kind of life. They live a new kind of way. They live differently from status quo. They live differently from the old man. They have forgotten, or some don't even know, that the old man died. And there's a new man right now residing in the inside of them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the Bible says that's why we might live, that we might live, the Bible says, and behave. Somebody say live and behave. He says that we might live and behave in the newness of life. That your attitude will be of a newness of life. That you'll behave like one who is living with the newness of life. That you'll think like one who has newness of life. Somebody say amen. Newness of life. I'll explain that. When you go back to verse 10, the Bible says how Jesus is, okay? He says, for by death he died. Who is that? Jesus. And he died to sin Ending his relation to it, right? And the life that he lives, he's living to God in unbroken fellowship with him. Jesus lives in an unbroken fellowship with the Father. There is no day the fellowship between him and the Father breaks, it's constant. Praise God. The next verse says, Therefore, verse 11, even so, like the way Jesus is. He says, Consider yourselves dead to sin and your relation to it broken, but alive to God, living in unbroken fellowship with Him in Jesus. Because you live in the newness of life. Let me tell you something about people who have not understood this newness. There are many people who think that your fellowship in Christ is based on the state that you are in. At that particular point. If you are feeling the Holy Spirit, it means you're in fellowship. If you're not feeling the Holy Spirit, you're not in fellowship with the Holy Spirit. That's how some people think. You understand what I'm saying? Fellowship with God, now in the newness of life, has nothing to do with what you do or what you don't do. It has everything to do with where Jesus is. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. That is why the Bible, in the KJV, it says, likewise, recon yourselves. Count yourselves dead and to sin, but alive unto God. That's what it means to have constant fellowship with the Holy Spirit and with Jesus. You are supposed to think in your spirit that I'm one with God and I'm in constant fellowship with him. You're supposed to believe in your spirit that you are one with Jesus and you're in constant fellowship with him. It begins from a faith perspective that the grace will be multiplied to you. The Bible says it can only be of faith that it might be of grace. And He says that the promise might be sure to all. Praise the Lord Jesus. Whether they are circumcised or uncircumcised. Hallelujah. He says therefore it is of faith that it might be by grace to the end the promise might be sure to all the seed not that only which is of the law but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham. You understand what I'm saying? The law is circumcision, the faith is uncircumcision. You understand what I'm saying? When the Bible tells you for example, let me help you understand this. There's a person who sometimes wakes up and they feel like God is not there. They feel. Okay? They feel like God is not with them. So because they don't feel like God is with them, they say, ah, I think I need to be fired up. I don't feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. Praise God. And they subject themselves to the feeling and state they're in. Not to the place where God has blessed them. Whether you feel the Holy Spirit or you don't, You must believe, if you partake of the newness of this life, that you are in unbroken fellowship with the Father. That is why many of you, your life of the Spirit is like this. Sometimes you're up, sometimes you're down, because you're always conscious of when it's working and when it's not working. You think that God relates with you on that level. You pray, then he comes. You don't pray, then he doesn't come. You fast, then he comes. If you don't fast, then he comes. No, no, no. God does not relate with you that way. Praise God. Hallelujah. Constant fellowship with God is faith in what he has done and the place that he has placed you, regardless of how you're feeling or the state of your spirit at that particular point. Somebody say amen. amen. It's like if, for example, somebody had pain, okay? The fact that you are a believer in Jesus Okay, let me probably give it this way. Is there anybody, and you're here, you feel like you're not in fellowship with God? You don't have any fellowship with God? Put up your hand. If you're here and you feel like me, I don't feel anything. Come, you come, you who has put up your hand, come. Let me show you some. They're feeling that they are not what? In fellowship with God. Now, is there anybody with pain, headache, stomachache? Come also, you come. What's paining you? How long has it, been? it
3: has been? For a very long time. How long? I really don't remember, but it has been there for a long time since I was still in primary. Wow.
0: Okay, you who is not in constant, <laughs> who doesn't feel that like you're in fellowship, you don't feel God. I want you to put your hand on that back. I want you to put your hand on that back. Say in the name of Jesus.
3: In the name of Jesus.
0: I believe.
3: I believe.
0: It's not about how I feel.
3: It's not about how I feel.
0: It's about what he has done.
3: It's about what he has done.
0: And where Jesus is. Where
3: Jesus is.
0: And where Jesus is.
3: And where Jesus sits is where I am. Is where I am tonight. Tonight, regardless of how I feel. Regardless of how I feel. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I command this back. I command this back. That has been paining this woman. That has been paining this woman for all these years. For all these years.
0: To heal now.
3: To heal now. Now. Now.
0: Not tomorrow. Now.
3: Not tomorrow. Not in five now.
0: minutes. Now. N-
3: not in five minutes. Now
0: now give us space. I want you to check your back. Do something you could not do. Are you feeling any pain?
3: A little.
0: Now it's a little. Even that little is living. Let me give you just a few more seconds. Give her the mic.
3: I'm not feeling it.
0: Since she was a child, her back has been healed by someone who doesn't feel like they're in constant fellowship. Put up your hands. Father, in the name of Jesus, I release that anointing upon her spirit. And from tonight on, she's going to start doing miracles, signs and wonders. Whether she feels it or she doesn't feel it, somebody give the Lord a mighty hand of praise. It's done. Hallelujah, it's done. Now, I was teaching something here. What made her think that she wasn't in fellowship with the Holy Spirit? She has just healed somebody who has a back issue since she was a child. And that miracle has happened right now. In the time when she doesn't feel like she's in constant fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's not how you feel. Jesus does not dwell in our spirits by feeling. Jesus dwells in our spirits by faith. The Bible says that Christ may dwell in your heart by faith. That he might have a home in your spirit by faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus is not called to live in you by the way you think or feel. Give me that amplified of that. He says, may Christ through your faith, okay, actually dwell, settle down, abide, make his permanent home in your hearts. May you be rooted deep in love and founded surely in love, securely in love. How does it happen? When Christ dwells in your heart, because of your faith not because of how you feel. If you feel Jesus has left you, he has left you. Praise God. If you feel he's not with you, he's not with you. If you have faith that he's with you, he is with you. I had to make her confess that God, I thank you that even though I feel funny way, you're still with me. That confession brought back the person she had felt out. And that is by which she makes the miracle somebody say amen. amen did you understand what I'm saying Jesus does not dwell in our hearts by feeling it's not about how you feel it's about what he has done for you somebody say amen, amen. because you are founded securely on love when you are founded securely on love you don't worry whether you're feeling God or you don't feel him I live a life where I can do a miracle anytime because I have had the understanding full in my spirit it is not about how I feel or even what I've done and what I have not done. It's entirely up to the Christ who allowed me to sit with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. When you understand this newness of life, every time you'll be able to do a miracle. Every time you'll be able to make wonders. Every time you'll do signs. Everywhere you are. Someone Uh, you know I could have gotten this but during that time I was not really eh, praying very well eh? but that time I was not eh? you're not not praying very well eh? it's not about praying very well praise the Lord Jesus it's about faith praise the Lord somebody say I live the newness of life say again I live the newness of life some people don't understand how the newness of life works. Let me show you something in Mark chapter 10, verses 45. Mark chapter 10, verses 45. Wonderful, let's go. Read that verse. Hallelujah. He says, for even the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give life and ransom for many. The son of man did not come to be ministered to. He came to minister to you. Jesus is not dealing with you because of what you're doing for him. Jesus is dealing with you because of what you allow him to do for you. Hey! Jesus is not dealing with you because of what you're doing for him. So when we say I'm a servant of God in the New Testament it means I'm yielded to him working in me. That's the servant of God. When I say I'm a servant of God, it means I'm yielded to him working in me. It's not I'm doing things for him. When you have I am doing things for him mentality, you're back in the law. Because that's what the law does. It requires you to work. That's the first place of deliverance for a New Testament. When we are living the first principles of the oracles of God. He says, now that we are advancing, let us live, not laying again the foundation of number one, repentance from dead works, and of faith toward God. That's the first deliverance when you're born again. When people are born again, the first thing we are supposed to teach them is to be delivered from what they are to do for God Versus what God wants to do in them. Dead works is not wrong works. No, they're just works you do for God instead of allowing him to do in you. It's like how you are taught when you're growing up. They used to tell you, uh, work out your salvation in fear and in trembling. And that's a fact. That's true. But you left out the weightier issue. The weightier issue was even though you're working out your salvation in fear and in trembling, for it is God which works in you both to will and to do according to his good pleasure. You know, it doesn't no matter how much you do, it is God working in you both to will and to do according to his good pleasure. When you have that mindset, you're going to live a success. You're, that is the testimony of living in the newness of life. You don't have any glory in what you do, you have all glory in what he does in you. That's what it means to give glory unto God. You remember when that Abraham was being spoken about? The Bible says he stuck at not at the promise, he did not consider the deadness of Sarah's womb nor his age. But the Bible says, But he was what? Strong, giving glory unto God. That's what faith is. Hallelujah. He gives glory unto God. He knows it's not about what I'm going to do to produce a child. It's about what you are ready and willing to do in my spirit to produce whatever has to be produced in my life. That's the newness of life. That is the newness of life. You understand that you did not come to serve Jesus. Jesus came to serve you. That when you are serving God's saints, it is still Jesus giving you the grace to serve. It is Jesus in you serving. Paul said, I labored more than all my brethren. Yet not I, but the grace of God that labored in me. Many people count the things they've done for God. Some of us are counting the things Jesus has done for us. Hey! Praise God. I'm about to go deep. eh? I'm about to go so deep. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's about what God is doing in my life. So regardless of whatever happens, you realize we always use the word glory to God because we know that it is God working in us both to will and to do according to, to pleasure. We're not serving on our own strength. That's why ministry can't fail me because I'm not serving on my own strength. But the people are serving on their own strength. They are not rested. They are not sons and daughters of rest. Hallelujah. They don't understand the imputed righteousness that works in their lives. Hallelujah. They don't understand that the grace of God is there in their lives. It's there to make you understand that you can't. But every time I'm in you, I will do it. And people will look at you and think you're the one. Yet it is not you. So we don't glory in our own works. Because the beginning of glorying in your works, it doesn't matter how good the works are, you're going back to the law. And when you go to the law and trying to qualify your works it means now you've put Jesus aside. You're saying that besides Jesus, this has to be added on. There's nothing you're supposed to add on in the faith. What you're supposed to be doing is believing. The man came with a list and he asks him, what might we do that we might do the works of God? He thought Jesus was going to give him a list of things. Don't do this. When you do this, five principles to move in God, 17 principles to move in the anointing. No, Jesus told him there's only one work, one work only that you will do. Believe on him that he sent. That's all. Then it says, Works. Praise the Lord. Works. Then they said unto him, What shall we do that we might do? The works. Work the works, plural. Praise God. And Jesus says, Next verse, and this is the work, not works, this is the one work that you believe on him who he has sent. So then says, but Musumba, faith without action is dead. If you believe and do nothing, nothing happens. I tell you, look, that's why you get it wrong. Your faith is what leads you into action. Don't separate action and your faith. In fact, the only difference between grace and the law is our faith precedes our action. For the lawman is action precedes faith. In other words, it's everything you do that proves that you're born again. For us, we believe we are born again even before we do anything good. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Somebody say amen. Amen. That's the newness of life. So when you say I'm a servant of God, you are a yielded entity, individual, vessel, child unto God, working in your life. That's what they call serving. But some people, their mindset is God is here, me I'm here, I am serving him. If you are a servant of God and you do that, eh, God will prove to you after 20 years that you're too zealous to serve him than he's zealous to use you. He will prove to you that for you, eh, you're too zealous to serve him than he is zealous to use you. That's why some of you look like you're helping God. I mean in everything. Because you've not embraced the newness of life. Somebody say, embrace the newness of life. Say it again. Say, embrace the newness of life. (laughs) That's why we minister in rest. Yet we labor more than all. I preach every day. But it's not me. I'm sure in my spirit that I don't have the tenacity and ability in the flesh. It's by the spirit. It is him living in me both to will and to do according to his pleasure. And I'm happy with that because I don't need to worry about the results. How can I worry about the results if it is not me? Ah, the son of God did not come to what? To be ministered unto, but to minister and to give life. Did you hear that? He came to minister. You see, continue in that same story. I'm going to show you something interesting. And they came to Jericho. And as he went out of Jericho with his disciples, a great number of people. There was a guy called Blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway, side begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out. He said, Jesus, thou art son of David, have mercy on me. And the next verse says, And many charged him that he shouldn't hold his peace. But he cried them more a great deal and says, Thou son of David, have mercy on me. Right? And Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man, saying unto him, Be of good comfort, rise, right, he calleth thee. The man comes to Jesus. He, casting away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. And the next verse says, very interesting, Jesus answered and said unto him, what will thou that I should do thee? What can I do for you? That's how Jesus is. What do you want? How do you want it? How long do you want it? When do you want it? With whom do you want it? Which day? Which month? Which year? Which style? How high? How low? How loud? That is how he wants to be with you. He wants to give you whatever you want. He's like this guy who's ready, just there, waiting for you to say whatever you want. The moment you mention it, he's willing to give it. Because it's up to how much. It's your faith. Next verse, he says, And Jesus answered and said unto him, What will thou that I should do unto thee? And the blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. And the next verse says, And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Has made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. It's your faith in him. Not your work. It's your faith in him. Somebody tell your neighbor, it's your faith in him. Faith in him. Hallelujah. Amen. It's, if, when the Bible tells you thy faith has made thee whole. It means that faith becomes personal. That is why I have a problem with people who have problems with people who are more successful than them. You understand what I'm saying? You asked for a Carina. That was your faith. Drive your Carina. We love you that way. Are you hearing me? When a brother gets an AMG, AMG Mercedes, that's his faith. He's not a thief. He's not cult. No, he just has faith. And while that brother is still driving an AMG, there's a guy right now asking for the price of a jet come on somebody it's your faith what's your problem we all take what we are able to receive hey we all take what we're able to receive how much are you willing to receive how much faith are you willing to believe how crazy are your prayers That's why I need to deal with some of you who attend this meeting. You find a person seriously saying, Father, if you can only give me that one million, the one million for my tuition. Oh, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. He says whether it's Apollos or Paul, whether it's things present or things to come, he says for all things are yours. How dare you ask for 300,000? How can I find you in a corner telling God, 300, 300 Lord, only three. It's God. Three, three Lord, 300,000. In the corner, there's a guy saying, I'm a multimillionaire. By the dollars, I am healing the sick. By the multitudes, I'm breaking all through things my family members have never broken through before i'm setting a mark in the name of jesus christ i'm setting records i'm writing a story his story and then you start to say but apostle why is it that every time for me things don't work the way i expect them somebody say amen Amen. say amen again I told people, learn to prophesy yourself up. Are you hearing me? Learn to speak yourself up. You have enough grounds to say and do. Learn to speak every morning when you wake up. Don't tell God your problems. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, I also have a problem with some people. You know, there's many... Says and many words that go around in the body of Christ and many things are spoken many times that some people have started to make those things as truth because they hear everyone saying them. Do you understand what I'm saying? But when you analyze some of those things, some of those things don't make sense. Many of us have heard people say, um, don't tell uh, God about your problems. Tell your problems about how big your God is. You see that thing is right to your level of faith but when you go against truth the results you'll get you even have time to tell your troubles about God they know God the devil knows God more than even many people do you understand what I'm saying? Sometimes it works, but sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes it does. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. You understand? Eh? You, devil, Jesus said that a mother. yes, it's okay at the certain level. But there's a point where you start to grow up in God. And then you realize there's a place in God where the yoke is broken because of the anointing. Not because you address the yoke, no. But because you are anointed. Not because you even spoke to the, no. There are things, I tell people, there's a place where you reach and certain things can't touch you. Hallelujah. Yes. There are places in the world where some people can't address hunger. Because they're not conscious that someone can even wake up and lack food. It's not in their thought pattern and place. They don't even think it. It's not in them. So it's good. It's okay. You can address disease. Are you hearing me? About who God is. You know, I would rather you tell it to live. You don't even need to introduce it to God. Sometimes I would rather you tell it, you, go. I have a lot to do. Such that your closet is full of who God is. You and your God. You understand what I'm saying? That means you are living in the newness of life. God, and this is something I've been trying to break over a few weeks, but it has failed to come out so fully. Not that I don't have it in my spirit, but every other day I feel like I'm adding a brick on this building here called faith. The mystery of faith. The mystery of faith. Let me give you an example. It's like revelation, the spirit, not just the experience, one day experience of revelation. Revelation, the spirit, responds to men of faith. Men of faith don't respond to it. It responds to them. Revelation responds to men of faith. Men of faith do not necessarily need to respond to it, no. They just need to flow in it because it responds to them. You see, when you're dealing with God, for example, if I ask you a question, how much do you know in God? How much you know in God is equal to how much you believe you know. That's the beginning of revelation responding to you. Do you understand what I'm saying? I don't know if I'm making sense. Um, When the Bible says you have an action from on high, you know all things. You can say, but I don't know. But God said, you know. But I don't know. But God said, you know. You have an action from on high. You know all things, but I don't know. No, you know. God said, you know, but I don't know. No, no, God said, you know. Do you believe that you know or you don't? If you believe that, you know, that's the beginning of the newness of life. Revelation will yield to you and overflow. Why? Because it began from the place of I have it. Whatever you believe that you have inside, always comes out. That is why the Bible says it's not what comes out, entering a man defiles him. But the Bible says it's what is inside a man coming out of him, defiling him it's how much of built the inside of you that is why many people have not understood when james speaks of the ingrafted word that's the beginning of filthiness of spirit when the bible tells you that you're filthy of spirit filthy of spirit means that you're too deceived about what is true and what isn't true hallelujah he says wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness that is extremeness, superabounding naughtiness, and receive the Bible says, with meekness, the engrafted word which is able to save your soul. But what is the engrafted word? What is the engrafted word? Let me explain the engrafted word. The engrafted word is the word in your spirit by reason of the nature that you carry, not by what you've read. Let me tell you, do you see right now I'm preaching? There is somebody right now who is hearing me, and they are drawing from without into in. To in. That is a wrong way to learn. Everybody listening to me, if you're born of the Holy Spirit, you're supposed to be drawing from within out. In out, everything I'm speaking is a confirmation of the affirmations of your spirit, the agitations of your meditation. That's how it's supposed to be. That is why Paul says, my spirit bears witness with the Holy Spirit that I'm speaking truth. Everything I'm speaking is supposed to be a confirmation of what is already affirmed. How do you know that what I'm saying is true? It is because in your spirit you know that what I'm saying is true. You just don't have the words for it. But in your spirit you feel that what I'm speaking is true. And that is how you know a man who is filthy. When a man can hear me and misquote me, that's filth. Praise God. That's what? That's filthiness. Filthiness is not the state of doing filthy things. No. No. Filthiness is the total sum of how much deception is in you. 2 Corinthians chapter 7. Let me show you some. 2 Corinthians chapter 7. The Bible says, having therefore these promises. Let me give you an example. Dearly, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of flesh and spirit. How can a spirit be filthy? How can the regenerated creature, the incorruptible seed in you be filthy? How can the incorruptible seed in you become corruptible? Praise God. And the Bible says perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Give me the amplified of that. He says, therefore, since these great promises are ours, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves, listen, from everything that contaminates and defiles our body and spirit and bring our consecration to completeness, the Bible says, in the revelation of the fear of God. What is the fear of God? The understanding and holding his word of truth as it is. That's what it means. Some people think, when some people read that scripture, they say, hey, that means a person can be filthy. Do you understand what I'm saying? When you're born of God, and the Bible says you're born of the incorruptible seed, which is the word of God and liveth in the body forever. When you are saying that you have an incorruptible seed, you're born of an incorruptible seed. You understand what I'm saying? When you read in John and say that that which is born of God cannot commit, the spirit, your spirit, cannot, does not. You understand what I'm saying? What is inside you? The spirit man in you is too perfect because it's begotten of God and God cannot beget sin. That is the strength you use of the spirit to fight the flesh. The reason why some of you have failed to overcome the flesh is because inside you think you're dirty, even outside you're dirty. The only way filthiness can come to your spirit, you understand, is if you behold deception. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, he says... When you look at the ingrafted word, when you start to understand what it means to draw things from within you, and then allowing them to come out of you, many of you you'll understand that that is the epitome of the newness of life. The newness of life begins with you understanding that everything that I need is inside me. When God needs to give a man help as suitable, He cannot look for her outside. He has to look for her inside. When He has to give a man a child, Seth, Cain, Abel, He doesn't get from out. He gets from within. Everything you need in this world is inside you. You're complete. The Bible says, and ye are complete in him, whether you're Baptist or Pentecostal, Methodist, whatever you are. He says, and ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principality. Everything you need is inside you. Draw from the word of God within you. Everything coming outside should be coming to confirm what you feel in the inside of your spirit. We are supposed to be confirming the affirmations of your spirit, not affirming the confirmations. We are not the primary ministers. The Holy Spirit is. Your spirit is one with God. When you became born again, you became one with the Holy Ghost. He that is joined with the Lord. The Bible says is one spirit with the Lord. So everything I'm speaking from without is a confirmation in your spirit of what is already affirmed to be true. When you live that life, everything in your life will start to live so in order. God will surprise you about how everything works out. Because you understand that it is within already. Somebody say amen. Amen. Naughtiness, that filthiness of spirit begins when men become ignorant of the word. And then they misunderstand and misquote scripture. And then they make it appear what it is not. And then before you know that, you're deceived. Hallelujah. You're deceived. Let me show you something in Ephesians. For those of you who have not yet believed. Chapter 4. Hallelujah. Ephesians Chapter 4, let's begin from verse 17. Give me the Amplified. Let's define something about holiness here. You remember how I said that you yourselves dead unto sin? Let me show you something very beautiful here. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 17. Let's begin. It says, This I say and so may testify in the name of the Lord as is in his presence, that you must no longer live as the heathen. Do in the perverseness, in the folly, in the vanity, and emptiness of their souls and the futility of their minds. These are unbelievers. Their moral understanding is darkened, and their reasoning is what? Be clouded, hallelujah. they are alienated and strange, self-banished, separated from this life of God, with no share in it. This is because of the what. the evil they do. Is it because of the evil they do? It is because of the ignorance that is the Bible says. The want of knowledge and perception, the willful blindness that is deep-seated in them due to their hardness of heart, to the insensitiveness of their moral nature. It goes back to the nature. And the next verse says, uh, in their spiritual apathy, they have become callous and past-feeling reckless and have abandoned themselves a prey to unbridled sensuality, eager and greedy to indulge in every form of impurity that their depraved desires may suggest and demand. And the next verse says, but you did not so like you, you did. That is not how Jesus was taught to you. But they are Christians to whom Jesus was told to the same way. They are people, they are born again, but they are alienated from the life of God. The life of God is not working inside them. The life of God, when you define Zoe, the life which is of God... All that God is and all that God has. Doxa, that glory that makes you who you are in him and he who he is in you. Because the Bible says that all that may be known of God is manifest in them. For God has revealed it unto them. Even the invisible things of God. Even the Godhead. He says that men are now without excuse. You don't have an excuse anymore. You don't have an excuse anymore. You don't have an excuse anymore. Because you received life. Somebody say I received life. Say, I received life. Hey! He says, I'm without excuse. Because everything that has been known or is known of God is now manifest in them. Because God has revealed it unto them. He's not revealing progressively. He has finished. Can you believe you carry the full revelation of God the Father? Okay, so then why am I reading the Bible? Simple. To be instructed in what is already revealed. Period. Somebody say amen. Amen. Say amen. When you understand that, you'll start living your life from fullness. Some of you think everything you do, you add on. One time I saw a preacher who was saying, when you pray, you got a glass of demonstration. Then you believe God forbid. Then you fast. Then you stop praying. Then you stop fasting. Then again when you start praying, that's a man who received out of God's emptiness and whatever he's doing is to fill. But when you come to Fenero, of his fullness, we have received grace for grace. I began salvation from fullness. <laughs> Somebody say, I'm full. I may not feel it, but I'm full. It might not look like so, but I have received of His fullness. I have received of His fullness. I am complete in Him. Hallelujah. Praise God. When you're laying hands on the sick, you're full. Hallelujah. When you're going to ministry, you're full. We used to go for meetings, and some men say, Man of God, You've emptied yourself. Let us pray for you. And out of humility, I'll do like this. But in my head, I'm like, I wish they know. That out of here, flows rivers of living water. It's not a little glass that you can empty. Come on, somebody. Tell somebody out of me. Flow rivers of living water. Plural. Plural. Not boxes or small bottles of mineral water. No, out oh, 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 of oh, His fullness I've received. I am so full of the Holy Ghost. I am so full of power I'm so full of vision I'm so full of understanding I'm so full of revelation I'm so even when I don't know what to preach I just say I'm full I am full I open my mouth and it it with good things I am full I am full for I am fairer than the sons of men for grace is poured upon my lips therefore the Lord shall bless me forever even if I don't feel it I keep on telling myself that I am I am somebody say I'm full I minister full, I preach full, I speak full, I work full, I do everything full, I meditate full, I hear God full, everything I do, I do from the fullness, I give from the fullness, I express from the fullness, I meditate from full, tell somebody this is the newness of life, whatever you add on is an overflow. Paul says, my cup runneth over. He's not, no, it's runneth. It's the overflow. I'm in the overflow. Somebody say, I'm in the overflow. In a few weeks, you we are going to start overflowing. Now, you watch what the word I've said is going to do. Whether we are not going to have an overflow very soon outside. You watch the word I've spoken. What it's going to do. In a few weeks. You're going to see an overflow outside and I've spoken it. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. I've spoken it. I have spoken it. I have spoken it and I'm speaking from fullness. I don't need any part to be added on that. No, it is done. It is done. It is done. Learn to speak stuff from the newness of life. Now let's continue in Ephesians. I was showing you something very important. I'm going somewhere when Paul says that's not how you learn Christ it means we didn't teach you Christ like the way some people teach Christ because some people teach Christ yet they are alienated from the life of God they have darkness in their understanding there's a blindness in their minds because of the ignorance that is in them and the next verse says assuming that you have really had him if you've really had him and you've been taught by him as all truth is in Jesus embodied and personified in what? And the next verse says, strip yourselves of your former nature, put off the discard, and discard your old and renewed self, which characterized your previous manner of life and becomes corrupt, present continuous, through lusts and desires that spring from what? Delusion, again, deception. You see what delusion is? Again, deception. All these desires you're dealing with, all of these things that make you look like a man, it is because you are always told that you're a man. Some of you, everything you do, you say, I'm a human being. Human beings make mistakes. You're so conscious of being so human. Praise God. No, no, no. Here's a correction. You have a human body. You're not a human being. No, no. You're a Christ being. In him you live. In him you move. In him you have your, your, your you're a Christ being, you're not a human being. No, you're a Christ being with a human body, the way Jesus was. This is love made perfect that we might have confidence on that day. For as He is, so are we in this world. Newness of life. Somebody say, Newness of life. Newness of life. Say it again. Say, newness of, life. newness of life. Did you get me? Did you hear me? Put off that old attitude of the old man. Stop thinking like an old man. Stop thinking like the way you were before you became born again. Stop thinking like the way you were. Some of you, you have maintained the same attitude. Even now, you still think like unborn again people. You think that your merit is like a man who is not born again. You think that your success is like for a man who is not born again. You're competing even with unborn again people. You even slander them because you don't know who you are. That's why I cannot speak evil of a man who doesn't know God. Because he has already placed himself. You understand what I'm saying? A man says, oh, you are this. Even me, I start to say, you are lying. I'm not. You, you are. No, no, I don't do that. I cannot speak evil of a man. Who doesn't know God? Because already, he has already placed himself as one who does know God. Praise God. It's like, I'll give you an example. There are things we used, like some time back, somebody sent me a voice note of a guy who, who said things about me I didn't understand. I'm what, I'm what? And the guy was really saying like he knows me very well. That voice note, I reached my phone. It was too, 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 too bad that if it found an unstable person, yeah 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 yeah, they'll stay away from Fanero. And this guy says why oh, he saw me, where it confused me a bit. I heard it, and after I heard it, I switched off that, and then I went into where they sent it, deleted, and after deleting, I went to my room. Honestly, I asked Goniga Kati, "What are you planning to do?" <laughs> because by the time you allow this, eh, you must be preparing for me a certain thing. Now You see how I'm thinking? Eh? I'm thinking in the newness of life. I'm not saying, oh God, my ministry is over. How can they say these things on me? Oh God, I think it is over. No, no, no. I understood. I said, by the time you let it happen to me, there is something you're planning. I don't know how big it is going to be, but Rebecca Grace, I'm ready. And I started dancing in my room. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying? Because all things work for good. To them that love God and they're called according to your purposes. Even when they fire you, when you're from the newness of life, the moment they fire you, walk out like you've just gotten a new appointment. Are you hearing me? Tie your front belt and say, Maka, set the labor. I look back and I've done everything I'm supposed to be doing. I am fully persuaded that this is your work. You who began a good work in me shall see to accomplishment of the day of Christ. Aye! When you live in that kind of life, you're always a victor. There was a time they wrote articles on us. During that time, we were about 2,500. We danced. And after that article, about two months after that article, we were 3,500. <laughs> this thing is not coming to kill you. It doesn't matter what they say, that you say, that they say, that she say, that nothing is coming to kill you. Tell you, nothing is coming to kill you. You are born of God, you have overcome the world. That's why he tells us be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. You have overcome the world. You have overcome the world. Tell your neighbor I've overcome the world. I'm not overcoming. That's why Martin Luther didn't make it, Junior. I think they were already singing, We shall overcome. We shall overcome someday. (laughs) For us, we, we have overcome. We have
1: overcome. We overcome
0: every day. I said, man, we have... Prophet Cobas Prophet Cobas the late gives a story one time of how he went in the house of of T.L. Osborne and spent two days there and T.L. Osborne tells him, Cobas this thing about the spirit is too easy you can easily miss it write it down Cobas got a pen and then he wrote it is too easy, I won't miss it I said (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that the communication of your faith might become effectual through the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you which is in Christ shape your life by prophecy speak proclaim for the revelation of God as it is written as you have learned Christ if somebody tells you you are going to fail immediately put it in their faces and tell them I don't fail Hallelujah. In two weeks, you will see. You also tell him no. You will sin one week. Why should we wait for two? Hallelujah. Why? Because I know who I am and whose I belong. He did not get me saved to take me to hell. He said I will never suffer my holy one to see corruption. Neither his soul in hell. Praise God. The psalmist says, even if I make my bed in hell. Even if he decided to say, let me go to hell. You understand? And you see him there. He says, even there, you're there. Next verse. Next verse. And he says, if I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea. He says, even there, your hand will lead me and your right hand shall. Let me tell you, when your gods, even if you go to hell, he'll go there with you and sit there with you and say, huh I promised you that I will never leave you nor forsake you. Do you know what it means to be owned by God? Somebody say I'm owned by God. Say I am owned by God. I'm owned by God. Wherever I go, he's with me. You see people who say, oh, I died and then I went to hell and then the Lord Jesus showed me there. Why is it that they go there and even Jesus is with them still? They have died and Jesus is still following them in hell because they belong to him. Do you understand who you are? Ask your neighbor, do you understand who you are? (laughs) Now let's finish the Ephesians thing. He says, strip yourselves of your former nature. Put off the And discard your old and renewed what? Self. Which is characterized by your previous (laughs) what? Manner of life. It was a manner of life. You become corrupt through lusts, desires that spring from delusion. That's deception. And be constantly renewed in the spirit of your mind. Having a fresh mental and spiritual attitude. Are you hearing me? Fresh mental. Your mentality. You understand? Your attitude. It has to be fresh. Praise God. Next verse. And put on the new man. Who is he? The Bible calls him the regenerated self. Created in God's image. Godlike. In true righteousness and holiness. That new man is Godlike. He doesn't become righteous. He's righteous. He doesn't become holy. Muslim, I thought holiness is what you do now. Holiness is the nature you carry. And out of that nature that you carry, let me show you something. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 9. In 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 9 says, you, the Bible says, give me the amplified, I think. 2 Timothy chapter 1. Hallelujah. I think verse 9. Give me the amplified. Yeah. For it is he who delivered And saved us and called us, what? With a holy calling in itself holy. In other words, the calling you have on you is holy. Right? And living unto. So is holiness your work or the work of who you received? Answer me. It's the work of who you received. You carry holiness in your spirit because you were called with a holy calling. And that holy calling you received leads Holiness, so we don't have a choice. Me, I don't have a choice, even if I say, Let me walk, I just find myself walking in holiness. You understand, even if I look at it, I just why? Because the calling by which I've been called in itself is holy, and the Bible says, And He did not do it because of any merit that we have done. There's nothing you did to be holy. Are you hearing me? Because of the Father, the Bible says, But. It was because of and to father his own purpose and grace, unmerited favor, which was given to us in Jesus Christ before the world began, what? In eternal ages ago. In other words, you're not holy because of what you did. You're holy because he called you with a holy calling. And because there was a purpose that he carried a full and the grace that he was to bestow upon you. He says, you know what? The only way she will walk holy is to call her with a holy calling so that the holy calling on her life causes her to walk holy. So that she's not the one who wakes up to be holy, but she just wakes up and she's walking in holiness. That is why in Romans, he calls your fruit unto holiness. He says, now that you have your fruit, not your seed. He says, now that you have your fruit unto holiness, your fruit, holiness in your life is a fruit of the seed. Look eight eleven, 11, which is the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says, being now made free from sin, you have become servants to God and you have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. Why? Because you don't try to be holy. Uh Uh-uh. You are holy because he called you with a holy calling. You don't try to be righteous. That's why I told people, some people take righteousness as a work. No, righteousness is not a work. Righteousness is a gift. Righteousness is a gift you're supposed to enjoy. That is, that gift is what works in you. But it's not you working for it. It's it working in you. That is why the Bible says that the righteous shall feed many. When you understand this gift, when you receive, he says, how much more? They that receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness reign. The Amplified says, as kings in this life kings you don't live like a beggar you don't live like a pauper you don't live like a vagabond as if they are doing you a favor you live like a king somebody say I reign as a king somebody say I reign as a king because I have the free gift of righteousness say I have the free gift of righteousness in everything you do to God you're right But what if I do wrong? That is your flesh, not your spirit. And if you use your spirit well, the Bible says you'll kill the transactions of the body. You'll kill it. And your body will stop being funny. (laughs) Luke chapter 1. Let me finish with that. 67. Give me the message Bible. 67. Luke chapter 1, 67. He says, Zechariah was filled by the Holy Spirit and prophesied. Now listen to the prophecy of man filled by the Holy Ghost. Listen to the prophecy of man filled by the Holy Ghost. He says, blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He came and set his people free. And the next verse says, he set the power of salvation in the center of our lives and in the very house of David, his servant. And the Bible says, just as he promised long ago through the preaching of his holy prophets. And the next verse says, deliverance from our enemies and every hateful hand. Somebody say, I'm delivered. From my, From my enemies and all that hate me, that hate me. scream. you're free from him. That means if he had anything to do to you, the moment he hates you, he can never harm you. Yet you can put damage on him. No, it's the scriptures. Every tongue that raises against you, he says, you shall condemn. You can tell, say, how you are and that's I remember a couple of years ago some guy went writing about me I remember I told the boys I told him that guy his days of ministry they've come to an end now he, he's not ministering he's in hiding he played with the wrong person listen do you have anybody who hates you I want to submit to you the day they started to hate you God delivered you from them <laughs> 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 hey, yeah. That is why you have to be free from haters. If a person hates you, just walk away because you're free from them. But some of you want to follow through. Uh-huh, can't it touch me. No, 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 no. No. You're free. Let me tell you something. If you ever hate an anointed man or become jealous or envious, an anointed man if you're his level he'll surpass you because he's free from you he's free from you that day if you're in the same level of the anointing that day he will surpass you if you're below him ah you'll never catch him (laughs) somebody say i'm anointed of god hate you it's like one time I was reading the scripture huh some of you some people walk out of your lives oh he walked out of my life how could she oh she left me (laughs) what does the Bible say the Bible says they walk out for others to walk in <laughs> do you know? Do you know yourself because an Israelite disobeyed? An Israelite walk out, Naga God, I have no business with you. Mukama nagamba, Rubega Itao. You could get me that scripture. They walk out for others to walk in. Romans 11, what? Around 27. It's, it's, I think it's the message version. Eh? It's like when you're a pastor. Then you say, Ah, Gundy left. No, me, by the way, I have this mentality. When one person leaves, 10 come. I just have it. It's in me. And I'm not sorry. You understand? If somebody, for example, walks out of your business and they fail to give you business, you put it in your head, it's their disadvantage. oh what will i do without him oh oh, he left me no let him leave let him leave god will surprise you the problem with some people is you understand that's why you have to be bold hey i'm walking out of your life i'm tired of you joan you tell him brother and when you're leaving don't stand on the deck because you're holding back the traffic Tell somebody I know who I am. Tell them again, say I know who I am. Thank you. It's now eh? your thing doesn't have scriptures. Romans 11. Praise God. Romans 11. Yes. The next question is Are they down for the count? Are they out for this good? He says, and the answer is clear cut no. He still loves them. Ironically, when they walked out, they left the door open and the outsiders walked in. Don't stand in the door, uh-uh. don't block the traffic. I know who I am. Tell somebody I know who I am. Oh, my business is not working, Apostle. Why? Some some, some some, customers have left. Your, cu- your business... Let me slow down a bit. Your business does not die because the customer closed business with you. Your business dies because you killed it. If you don't kill it, it doesn't matter how many walk out. They'll just simply open doors for others to come in. For others to come in. For others to come in. One time, I bought a property. And I wanted to extend it by a few decimals. Because I wanted it bigger. And so I went to the woman who who had an empty plot of land. And I told her, please sell me this plot of land. And the woman said, no. I told her, please, sell it to me. It was, I think, 15 decimal. She said, no. Please sell it. No, 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 no. I cannot sell it to you. I refused. I am not in. I said, now, me, I'm a child of God. (laughs) Honestly. I don't just ask, but anyway. In my spirit, I said, God, this denial must be spelling something. It took about two weeks. The immediate neighbor, I wanted 15, the immediate neighbor with 25 decimals came and said, Apostle, I'm selling my... Mama, 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 mama. Mama, mama, I asked her what price. She mentioned the price. I paid. You understand what I'm saying? Some of you are denied because you're asking for small things. And you think the devil is in it. Oh, no, you're not denied. No, 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 no tell your neighbor tell your neighbor hallelujah if they check the business it's their problem, it's not yours hallelujah and I suspect one time she'll come, even me I'll say no <laughs> you walked out and another walked in that's how it is, somebody said that's how it is That is how it is. Newness of life. Newness of life. If any door closes to you, start dancing. For God. Oh, I think I have rejection. No, you don't have rejection. God is working out a far more bigger way to your glory for you. Far way bigger way to your glory for you. Some of you think you're late. You're not late. God knows. So if you go a bit faster. Certain things won't work. The he's, he's delay. Aye, aye, aye. He knows exactly what he's doing. And soon you'll see the results. Everything works for my good. Everything works for my good. Even if a door closed to me. Me, I wouldn't say the devil. I'll just know there's some bigger coming out for me. That is why we are getting into a situation where a man will walk into the office and the doctor will tell him, you have stage four cancer. And the guy starts dancing. Print the reports very well. So that one day when I (laughs) tell... All things work together for good. I'm free from anyone who hates me. I'm free. And they cannot touch me. They can't harm you. Next verse. Deliverance from our enemies. Mercy to our fathers as he remembers to do what he said he would do. Some of you don't understand that. Can I say something in a minute? Some of us, we are a total sum of many men God promised things. Now for us to fail... God will have failed to fulfill the promise he made to them. That is how rooted we are. He says, It's the Lord that gives you power to make wealth that he might establish the covenant he made with your you forefathers. My, re- my wealth has nothing to do even with what is happening now. He's remembering Abraham and he tells him, And your seed shall I blow up around the Yeah, it can't be broke. Because. Abraham will look at God like Do you realize Paul never identified any gift on Timothy originally orchestrated by God on his life because of purpose? He tells him two things. One, There is a faith I saw in your grandmother, Lois, which I see in your mother, Eunice, the same thing. And Paul tells Timothy, which Timothy didn't know, I am persuaded is in thee. You know, as you're not walking alone, there's some things that are coming from generation entering you. that That means your children are in trouble. man who produced my mother was a revivalist I had to preach my mother had to believe I had to be a believer I tell my children I worry I'll tell them the same faith in your grandfather which was in your grandmother which is in me which is also in you he says "Fan into flame that gift Then he tells him the second one was when we laid hands on you with the presbytery he tells him with those two things Timothy you can fly You don't need a destiny. What has been put on you is enough. What is inside you that Jesus put? He put life for an inheritance. Let's finish with Luke. Next verse says, we're delivered from our enemies and mercy to our fathers. Uh, Next verse, that what he saw to our father, Abraham. And the Bible says, a clean rescue from the enemy camp So we can worship him without a care in this world. Some ministers, by the way I'm speaking to ministers, some ministers are too anxious. In every part of their lives, they're anxious in the meetings, they're anxious in ministry, they're anxious in everything. Will you move? Will you heal? Be delivered. God is honoring somebody. He will move. Hallelujah. Without a care in this world. He says, we are made, made, made holy. Before him. As long as, I wonder how somebody can tell me you nah, you, you say for us you, you're righteous see, regardless of what you do you call yourself saints. Hey you didn't get it. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Tell somebody we are all saints. <laughs> <laughs> Raise your hands and thank God for the newness of life. Speak in tongues for only one minute and we close this service. Oh I am free. Come on, say something. Hallelujah. Just say something in a minute before we close. Say something. Can you speak in tongues? I'm no longer a
1: slave to fear. I am a child of God. Say, I'm no longer a slave to fear. I'm a child of God.
0: Fast, fast, uh huh. Read, sing the fast, fast. You know it. Huh? Okay.
1: You unravel me with a melody. You serve. Oh, can
0: thank you for our lives. We thank you for the newness of life. We are fully persuaded of the holiness, the grace, the righteousness we have received. We are persuaded that we are delivered from our enemies. I decree and I declare that this word settles in their spirits. It's engrafted. It's going to produce fruit as they walk out of sin, disease, bondage, poverty, struggle. For you sent your word and heal all our disease. In Jesus' name, I pray and believe. Give the Lord a mighty hand of praise. Now, if you're here, and you've never given your life to Christ, and you want to be born again today, put up your hand right now, and we pray for you. you said today, I want to be born again. Now, 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 not tomorrow. Put up. Wow. Tell them to come. Go into that neighbor. Tell them, come, 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 come. Come, wherever they are. Next neighbor, tell them come. Come, come. Wise people win souls. Come, come. us as Venero is unchurched people. We don't go in people's ponds with the availability of the ocean. We cannot. That is why every Thursday you see newborn again people. And that's why I advise you. The Bible says don't come to the house of God empty handed. Some of you think God is only saying money. No. Learn to carry somebody, and tell God that's my gift to you. Praise God. Project Unchurched. Tell God I'll give you a tenth every year. A tenth, at least a tenth, the least. I'll win ten souls for every year. But do it. Hallelujah. You have a reward before God. Somebody say Amen. Praise God. Thank you for saving souls. Thank you for allowing God to use you. Praise God. If this message has been a blessing to you, you will want another person to hear it. Praise God. Now, repeat this after me, those of you who have come here. Simply say, Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart. I confess with my mouth that you died and rose again and that you're the Son of God. Tonight, I receive you as Lord and Savior of my life. Amen. The message you have just heard was brought to you by Fenero Ministries International. For more information, contact us on telephone number 41 466 or email us at fenerocampala at gmail.com. You can also find us on the web at www.funero.org. Or better still, feel free to join us every Thursday for our weekly fellowships at Uma Multipurpose Hall from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. You can also catch the live stream at livestream.com funero fenero. Fenero Make Manifest.